G'day listeners, welcome back to Full Metal Movie Reviews. It's your host, Samboy. Uh, this week we've got a very, very special episode. It's a it's a rarity in our um, podcast episodes where both hosts agree unanimously on how good a film is. Uh, this week we're discussing um, the Michael B. Jordan vehicle, Creed 2, and with me to discuss all things Creed is uh, Anth. How you going, Anth? Mate, I'm fantastic, and that was one hell of a movie. Super pumped for this episode. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a good one. It's gonna be not, lots of positivity, positivity, lots of you know, good, positive karma and thoughts about this one. But before we get there, first things first. Why did we sleep on this one for so long? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what happened, Sam, is I think life got in the way. Life so, got like, in the way. When it came out, like, that was around that Christmas period, so you didn't even see me because, you know, I was just mm. flat under bunches of spinach. And then other things came out, and then it was in that weird limbo period where it just came out of the movies, so you couldn't access it. And then it got released, and then I was walking in Target, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. I'm not you even going to think about it. I just <laughs> bought it. That's what I did with Creed 1. I legit was walking in Target, it was out, and I bought it, and I loved it. So I'm like, this is going to be the same thing. Bought it. Loved it, messaged you, told you I hadn't stopped crying, and we'll get into that later. And you were like, all right, we'll watch it, we'll do the pod. And here we are, doing the pod. (laughs) (laughs) I can't believe you bought the DVD. I love it, I love it. He still buys DVDs on the reg. Um, On the reg. (laughs) um, Fuck. I just love this film so much. I have a few couple of uh, gripes with it, but on on the whole, listeners... This is a knockout sequel to a very, very strong Creed, uh, or not sort of originally original film. I guess a knockout sequel to a sequel to a spiritual sequel. I don't know. <laughs> or uh, it's just you think. I know you like. You think. Well, how many Rocky films can they literally make? But this is like a reboot. Reboot of the franchise. It's it's making it modern day. It's making it relevant again. And it's got probably, I would argue, I would argue, a more charismatic leading man in, with Michael B. Jordan playing Creed than um, Sylvester Stallone as Rocket Balboa. And that might be sanctuous or might be controversial given I am Italian in my heritage. But I don't know. I just think in terms of um, just pure charisma... I just think Michael B. Jordan slash Adonis Creed is more of a, of a charismatic character than Rocky because Rocky's more about the underdog and he's more endearing and he's more like the lovable, simple, everyday blue-collar guy, whereas I guess Creed, Adonis, is more like a... I don't know. I, I like him more... He's like a, like a toned-down Conor McGregor, if that makes sense. He's not like so boisterous and whatever, but he's... He's got a bit more chill about him, but he's got that fucking undercurrent of confidence that he comes from great lineage, 
and I guess the struggle is to carve out his own name as opposed to um, being in Apollo's shadow. What do you think, Anth? What do you think about Michael B. Jordan? Oh, well, he's already landed a pretty good name, Michael B. Jordan. Not to be confused <laughs> with Michael Jordan. Um, maybe he could do. Maybe he should have done the Space Jam se- uh, remake or sequel. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I think. I think. I think you're onto something, Sam. Um, I think Michael B. Jordan is definitely a very charismatic lead. Uh, he fits into this role perfectly. He plays. He, he's playing Creed, so he's playing the son of you know the most flamboyant boxer movie screen history has ever seen. So he's got to have a bit of that boisterous-like type behavior and a Mm, bit of that mm. flamboyancy to him. But because he's his own character as well and he didn't know his dad, you know, the character didn't know his dad, he has his own spin on things. And I think that Michael B. Jordan definitely brings his own elements into the role. And much like Stallone did Rocky, um, definitely this is going to be an iconic character uh, for years to come, they're probably going to make twenty sequels from this. And uh, when Michael B. Jordan is, you know, in a wheelchair later on down the track, he'll be trying. I'll, watch, I'll <laughs> watch every one of them because they're so good. Um, uh, yeah, okay, maybe it's very, very bad point. I mean, you like Rocky for different reasons as to why you like uh, Adonis Creed. So, um, let's maybe give a very brief plot synopsis uh, of of Creed two and then full full spoiler alert or full metal alert that we're going to be talking about all things uh, Creed 2. So if you don't want to know the uh, plot, um, what can I tell you? You're going to find out. So Adonis uh, is sitting on top of the world. He is wins his um, first heavyweight uh, title from the dude he fought in Creed 1 in his um, old man's gym, the one he lost the car to. Funny enough, you know, funny how life is, full circle, he wins the title. He's on top of the world. He proposes to his um, girlfriend. I forgot her name. I can't remember off the top of my head. Um, D. D, that's it. Oh, no, oh D's no, him. Sorry. She no, calls D's him D. Him. Yeah. Shit. They, they go with the first initials. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll come back with that. Fuck, what's her name? I might Bri- just look it up. Is it Brianna? No. Oh. Brianna. Yeah, I don't know, man. Who, who the fuck calls their kid Brianna? Someone who likes cheese, but also likes the name Anna. <laughs> Bianca. <laughs> Bianca, there we go. Bianca. Um, and so he's loving life. She says yes. She's having a, a, a really sort of... Um, uh, not, no, uh, her career's taken off as well in terms of the music scene. Um, so both of these stars are shooting, right? Then that's juxtaposodes. Uh, oh, I don't know how you say that word, but in... In the Ukraine, Dolph Lundgren's character Ivan Drago is back, and he's training his son. Um, what's Drago Junior's name? Victor. Victor. That's it, Victor Junior. And he is just building a fucking genetic monster of a human. The do- the guy is like six foot seven, broad shoulders, massive jawline, can take a punch, can give a punch. Is just and he's just chomping through. Opponent, fun, after opponent, fun fact, after opponent. Fun fact on that: I'm just on IMDb, and mm-hmm. he's he's billed as um, so. His name is Florian Mantinua, Mantinu. Uh, I don't know how to say that, but he's got Florian, mm-hmm. big, big, nasty, 
Montenu. This guy is big nasty. That's what he's billed as in this movie. He's huge. Credits credited as big nasty. Yeah, I mean, guy is a freak. So, so whilst Apollo's on top of the world, um, some a promoter has the bright idea to get um, the Drago v Apollo uh, match, where Victor is going to face Adonis, and it's going to be about you know Adonis can he can he revenge the not revenge but can he beat the man. He killed his father's son. <laughs> well, so it's just like it's the, it's the Drago slash uh, Creed, uh, you know, rivalry getting fucking rekindled. Love it. He after a while he he doesn't have any. I don't reckon he actually has any initial um, opposition to to the fight, but he says, "Yeah, I'm down for it," and he agrees to do the fight. Rocky is against it. Rocky says it's not a good idea. It's basically you know. This guy is a, is a killer, and you can't let your ego get in the way of things. And you got to kind of um, fight. I guess he'd be a super heavyweight. He wouldn't even be a heavyweight. The guy's a freak. He's just yeah. So he, you know what I mean. You kind of got to, you know, not pick your battles, but be sensible about who you fight as a boxer because that's a big element in the boxing world is the matchup. And I, li- right? I like how they actually use that as well. Like it wasn't just. Um, no, you can't. You can't fight this guy because he's a killer. It was like you can't like physically. You, mm. you shouldn't be fighting this guy. He's got everything on you. He's got yeah. reach. He's got this. He's got that. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. And Rocky's like, it's just not smart. And Rocky knows that as a <laughs> as a professional fighter in boxing, it's all about matchups. And not to say, I mean, some fighters have given made a career and they kind of have always gone like a soft matchup. Um, and they only fight one or two big fights in their career. Um, some fighters don't and just love fighting. But it is a lot about matchups, and Rocky's just like, I'm not gonna see you do this just for like some pride bullshit, and see you get hurt. Because it's really interesting in that world championship fight at the beginning. Adonis doesn't even have a fucking scratch on him. Like he's in the hotel room chilling, he's bowling with his diamond ring, and he doesn't have any like physical bruises, cuts, swellings, nothing on his face. So he's like obviously decimating the uh, heavyweight scene, right? Mm. But this guy, Victor, is a cut above. Anyway, long story short, they have a fallout. Adonis goes, nah, I have to do this. He takes Bianca um, to uh, LA, to California, goes back to his father's gym. Um, Bianca finds out she's pregnant. Um, Oh, is that? Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, finds out she's pregnant. Mm -hmm. Um, Things are going well. He's training. He's training for a fight. And he's training his usual method of, um, you know, trying to outstrike, trying to, you know, trying to be the, the suave sort of good footwork, good balance uh, boxer like his father was. And lo and behold, about halfway through the movie, you get Victor versus um, Adonis straight up. Now, this is my first gripe for the film. I knew he was going to lose because these things are somewhat formulaic, having been the eighth one in the series. <laughs> He, he, like he's not, he's not going to beat him and then go like, all right yeah I won like it doesn't matter. like it's not it's not going to happen mo- mo- moving on moving on <laughs> you know what I mean you know he's like oh, if he's fighting him in the forty minute mark then you know he's going to lose and this is going to be where does he go from here right so they have the fight and I think this is in the Barclays Center which is in New York City and basically Drago is dominating him. 
He is just all over him. Rocky kind of, I wouldn't say disowned Adonis, but is, is very adamant that this is not the right move and he doesn't want nothing to do with it. Oh, I, sorry, I forgot to mention, before the fight, um, Dolph Lundgren visits Rocky in his restaurant and they have a bit of a square off about, you know, um, how pretty much um, uh, Rocky decimated um, decimated Drago's sort of career um, the loss to Rocky in Russia cost Drago his wife, cost him his career, cost him his um, all his money, sort of basically cost him everything. And he's living in like a shithole in the Ukraine, right? Yeah, he's a, it cost him the country too. He got he got booted, man. Got booted. Got booted. They, they want nothing to do with him because he's a loser. So he has a lot of resentment towards Rocky. But at the same time, I think he he's like kind of like. Yeah, I killed Creed because I'm I could sort of thing. Like he doesn't care about he doesn't have any remorse or, um, what's the word? Yeah, I guess remorse is the word. He doesn't have any remorse towards his actions about killing um, Apollo. Like he doesn't care. Like he he's more upset that he about that one loss he had to Rocky in Russia. So there's a bit of angst there, but Rocky kicks him out. Um, and so Rocky is just kind of like at this point watching the uh, Adonis and Victor fight on TV and he's kind of like, you can see he's like coaching him saying, no, you, you shouldn't be, you, why are you getting sucked, in, sucked into him? No, 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 what are you doing? Like, And you can see like he's invested in the fight but he's just, he knows that it's going to go badly. Like he's foreshadowing that Adonis is going to lose because he hasn't really trained the way he needed to train for this fight. Sure, uh, they have a big, a really big best up Um uh, I think Adonis gets knocked down once, but he gets back up, and then he gets knocked back down in the next round. And then while he's like on his knees, um, Victor just comes in and lumps him and just knocks him into next week, which disqualifies him. So he's Adonis is technically still the champion because Victor got disqualified, but it's very evident in that first couple of rounds who who's the better fighter between the two, right? So Adonis has this sort of, I guess, this layer of uh, inadequacy, guilt, shame about his performance and how he couldn't avenge his father, feeling inadequate, all this sort of good stuff. All right. Cool. So now we're into the second half of the movie. Second half of the movie, Rocky um, flies out to California to visit um, to visit uh, Creed, uh, Adonis, and um, Adonis is, you see his recovery and it's obviously taken over the span of months because his wife goes from having a small baby bump to pregnant to delivering the baby and by the time she delivers the baby, he's fully recovered. So that's nine months of recovery. And his baby um, has a genetic disease where she's born deaf. Um, they have some tests and... Um, yeah, she doesn't respond to any of the test things, so it implies that she's going to have this be deaf for her life. No, well, it doesn't imply. It does. It, she she is deaf. And Apollo is feeling sorry for himself or whatever, and he's feeling down and out. He's just lost the fight of his life. Um, he is world champion, but it's like he's like a shallow sort of victory. Um, his baby, his newborn baby, is meant to bring all this joy and love. He feels like, I don't know, he's been... He's been born to a disadvantage, and Rocky comes in and says, "Look, uh, you know, I know we got some problems and whatever, but you know, like, you can't go around feeling sorry for this kid. Do you love it?" And he goes, well, "What kind of questions that's to ask?" He goes, "Well, if you love it, that baby's not going around feeling sorry for itself. What's the problem?" 
So a bit of a, like encouragement to say, you know what, life sets you back, but get the fuck on with it sort of thing. And from there, they learn to cope and they learn to deal. So there's good I just want to say, I just want to say, I fucking love Rocky. I just, <laughs> just love Rocky. I love that seed. I love it. It's like, well, that baby's not going around feeling sorry for itself. So why are you feeling sorry for it? Exactly. Exactly. And Rocky. that's why I like about Rocky. That's why Rocky's endearing because he just has that sort of, you know, shit. Yeah, he's he's just straight from the heart, man. And he just he always has a like a his message is always positive, right? He never he's not a he's not a bad or, or um, malicious bone in that guy's body. But is he charismatic? No, he's not. Um, hey, yo, what do you mean? Hey, I'm not charismatic. Um, <laughs> so. I can't remember how they agree to the rematch. How do they agree to the, the rematch, Anth? Um, well, Adonis has that um, come to Jesus moment. Yep, when the baby's uh, crying. Yeah, 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 when the baby's crying and he's at the gym. Mm. Um, and then I'm I'm just pretty sure that he just like um, goes ahead with it. Mm. Um, and uh, Bianca says... Mm-hmm. Um, well, you better win, mm. and uh, and then they start training, and then he, you know, he heads out to the desert. But it, it, the agreement was that it would have to happen in Russia. Mm. So they kind of like it wasn't like your typical Rocky movie where they had the press conference and, no. and all that type of stuff. It was pretty much like, all right, well, we're gonna go to Russia. Let's do it, and um, then they got into the montage, and away they went. Mm. And so Rocky takes Rocky says, "You gotta." He goes, oh, let's go to the gym. He goes, oh, we're not going to the gym, bro. <laughs> no. Yeah, he goes, we're going to go to a place where it's like they, they break you down and they rebuild you into something completely different. So he takes him out to the, the California desert. And th- this is my second gripe with the movie. It's basically a boot camp for broken boxes. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I would have preferred it if it was just like... If all those other guys... If it wasn't, didn't have any other boxes and all it was was like a lodge and Rocky's like... Yeah, this is where you got to train, dude. And he's just, he's doing the training in in this lodge as opposed to. Yeah, but I think I think then if they did that, then we would be on this podcast saying, "Well, my second grab with this was that it was exactly like Rocky Four when well, he went was. to a lodge and and trained." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I actually I, I didn't mind that, Sam. I, I didn't mind it, and it wasn't necessarily broken fighters. It was just like I mean, oh, I guess this is where fighters come back to find themselves or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, but like, did you see some of those badasses training yeah. there, man? Prison and the punch, and yeah. punching the tires and shit, man. That seems like my type of place to go. Um, it looked pretty cool, but at the same time, Victor's training back in Russia. His family has been accepted again um, because uh, he had that decimating victory against a Creed. So he's he's back in favor. The Drago family is back in favor. He sees his mum at a dinner. And he hates her. He can't stand her. He like wanted to leave because he um, obviously resents the fact that she walked out on him and her dad, and him and his dad. And he doesn't really want to be doing this for them. He's quite clearly doing it for himself and kind of for his father. His father is very. Um, I want to win this to get back in favor and maybe possibly get his mother back. But you can tell from the way she's gone about it. I can't remember what's her name. Oh, Bridget Nielsen's character. Excuse me. Yeah, Bridget Nielsen's character. Um, Ludmilla uh, or something. Something, something stupid like that. Anyway. Ludmilla. Ludmilla. And um, she... 
she is like, I guess, uh, if she's not a politician, she's a statesman or stateswoman, a bureaucrat, something in Russia, and she's part of that machine, right? So she's an oligarch, wealthy woman, whereas the Dragos are living in the poverty line in the Ukraine. So there's that kind of undertone of resentment that the drug camp isn't unified. Um, it's the father wants him to win for completely different reasons, um, but the, the son just wants to do it for his dad, but his dad wants him to win so he, they both can have a life in Russia. All right, cool. So we, so they go to the training camp. Adonis is hitting uh, tires. He's hitting the dirt. He's running. He falls over. He looks like he's about to pass out, and Rocky's like, nah, get up get up and he gets up starts running again so you can see he's building up this resilience he's building up this sort of new sort of mindset of you know he's going to win um i've got to say third gripe of the movie has a weak ass weak ass um montage song yeah yeah well welcome to the 21st century man (laughs) yeah i know but like (laughs) What, what, did, what did you want? Did you want, oh, like... Oh, man, give us Rocky theme. Never gonna give you... Oh, yeah, But this isn't a Rocky movie, man. This is creepy. I know, but give me something with the brass and the fucking orchestra. Not something like New Age fucking... A little bit of hip-hop in there, man. Let's kill it, man. I don't know. It's not motivated. To me, that music isn't motivating. I don't know. Maybe it's a Michael B. Jordan It's motivated. Could be. He could have chosen it. This movie isn't about you, Sam. It's about Creed. How do you? Everything's about me. <laughs> so he goes in the camp. Uh, they go to Russia for the fight. Creed has redone it, relearned his style, and his style is to get in nice and close so that Victor can't throw these haymakers. And by getting in close, he it nullifies the reach, and it also gives him the upper hand because he can really work the body. All right? Uh, the fight itself is pretty fucking epic. A lot of hard hits, a lot of good camera work, fucking fantastic, fantastic sort of sequencing of the fight itself. Um, it's, it's so it's so weird to watch a. Uh, I know I just said it's a Creed movie, but it's so weird to watch a Rocky movie mm. where they actually box. Well, yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. they're actually using like tactics and and ducking and weaving and and all that type of stuff, not mm. just like just punching the shit out of each other. That was a um, weird. Yeah, and they. <laughs> They hold each other, you know, they get into each other's face. The fight itself probably goes for about 10 minutes and it's not, it doesn't feel long if it was, the timing of it is exactly right. Um, Adonis gets knocked down again and Apollo, uh, Apollo uh, um, Rocky's thinking about throwing the towel because he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to do what he did, like he doesn't want to go down that road again of losing uh, Creed and, um, and, Basically, he holds back because he sees that Creed or Adonis has still got some more in the tank. But as the fight goes on, you can see that the big man, Victor, is, is gassing out. He's gassing out hard, guys. He can't fucking keep swinging because he just fucking doesn't have it in him. And they mentioned this in the first fight that he's only had three or four fights, which is all one, but he has never gone the distance with an actual really professional athlete like um, Adonis. So he obviously doesn't have that um, engine, you know what I mean, or that stamina to keep fighting for ten rounds or seven rounds or whatever it is, because he just he expects to win in the first two rounds. So by keeping the fight going and going and going, the more likely he is he's going to lose because he just can't fucking keep up that same intensity. Well, lo and behold, a couple rounds in, um, I think we get to the last round. Is it the last round? 
No, he gets knocked down. No, you, you, don't, he, you, don't, you don't make it to the last round, I don't think. Oh, you don't? Well, he gets knocked down, but then he gets up and it's the bell. And then it's like, it's, it's implied that it's one of the final rounds or whatever. And he goes, you know, Drago's fucking losing it, saying like, well, what's going on, man? You got to fucking, you know, you got to, you got to fucking... Got to finish it. You got to finish it. I mean, um, but his wife um, and his mum, Lamilia, who has been sitting ringside, it's kind of can sign can can see the writing on the wall that the longer this fight goes, the you know he's not going to win. So she actually gets up and leaves. And when she departs, Victor sees her departs, and he's just rattled. He's just like, "What the fuck?" She's left again, and then that just throws him. Like he's just not the same. So he comes out for the round. And Ivan also, his father, notices that she's left and he can sense what's going on. And he is just like, oh, shit. And so basically, the fight is kind of mentally dumb. They're toast, right? But they keep fighting, they keep fighting. And I think Creed knocks him down a further two times. I can't remember. Is it, I'm not sure if it's... An, he knocks him down two times, but Drago yeah. keeps getting up. And everyone's like, fuck, they can't believe the resilience of this guy and the heart and this kid. But, and even the and even the commentators are like, oh, this is really unprecedented for a fighter. And not like, not since Rocky have we seen a guy with this much heart just get up from a, pe- from a beating like this. So he gets up for the final time and he's hazy and he's, he's like, he's barely conscious, guys. And Apollo just goes in for it. Sorry, Apollo. Adonis just goes in for it and he just starts laying, fucking laying it on. Like, he is, he's, He's, it's like he's just murdering the guy. He's going in hard, hard, mm. hard, punching, 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 punching. And Drago's on the outside, Ivan, and he sees his son does, he has no possibility of winning this match. And if he doesn't if he, if he doesn't get knocked out or go to the ground soon, he's going to die because he's just taking hits after hits after hits. Like, he's not even putting his hands up. He's just taking it. So what... um. What Ivan does, he gets the towel and he throws it in because he wants to save his son. He loves his son. He just doesn't want to see his son get any hurt. Towel gets thrown in. Fight's over. Apollo wins. Crowd goes. Bentle, I guess, third gripe of the film is that the crowd or the ambient crowd noises from the fights is non-existent and it's like a library. And you can hear the dialogue between the fighters, the commentators, and the guys on on the ringside so crystal clear. Whereas in the other Rocky movies, they really ramped that up, particularly in like Rocky One, Rocky Two, that the um, the sportscasters or the commentators were actually like yelling in their delivery of the lines because they were trying to get over the ambient crowd noise. And this, it's so it's really weird. It put me off a bit. The fights, it actually, it kind of put me it disjointed me a bit. What do you think of that, Anth? It's funny you mentioned that um, mm. disjointing you there. It did it did the same with me, but where it actually disjointed me the most mm. um, was when um, Adonis was watching the footage of his uh, father's fight. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah, and like they're pretty much just playing the movie, but they put the um, the announcers in the background, mm. and it's just kind of like mm, kind of that took me out of it. That's that's my one major gripe. So yeah, I, I hear where you're coming from, man. It they could have done a little bit better with that, but otherwise, the background noise. They could have just. They don't have to like just make it something because they don't. They're not like they can. Everybody can hear everybody, and it's like there's no crowd noise whatsoever. So it's a bit yeah, weird. The crowd is going insane. So they should have. They should have. They should have amped up a bit of crowd noise. Mm. That's all. Um, piped it in a bit hot. Um, and one of the great things about 
Rocky films is always you, get, you always get these heartwarming um, endings. So Rocky goes to the ring and looks at him with a lot of pride, a lot of love in his heart, and says, "Look, man, it's your time and fucking take it, bro." And he gives him a hug. He leaves and he sits down the outside of the ring and you just see him sitting outside the ring and on the back of his um, jumper or cardigan, I guess he's wearing because he's not he's not wearing like a sport. He's wearing like a cardigan. He just says <laughs> Creed. So you can see he's all like he's just. He's. It's all about Creed, and number three might not even have Rocky in it. Who knows? But it's going to be really just. It's a Creed-driven vehicle. So it's. It's a. I guess the. Um, the 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 symbolic passing of the torch between one generation to the next. Um, and then we wrap the movie up, and not. This is actually surprising because the Creed films have a little bit of um, uh, epilogue, or a little bit of you know just not. Like, most Rocky films end in the ring, but this one actually doesn't. It ends a bit after. So, um, you see Victor and Ivan are later training back together in Ukraine, and you can see, like, they've got a really tight bond for each other, and I, what he kind of infers is that Victor and Ivan are... Well, Victor in particular is fighting for his father, and Ivan's obviously very protective of his son, so there's a really strong bond between the two, and he's, like, two of them versus the world, and you kind of think that, yeah, like... Yeah, they may have lost this fight, but there's a good good positive future for them both. Um, then Rocky travels to Vancouver to make peace with his estranged son, Robert, and he meets his grandson, Logan, for the first time. Oh, man. And, fuck. That, he, Rocky has a really good performance, actually. Mate, mate, you know what? You know what? Just just stop, man. I was, mm-hmm. I was bowling. I, I was bowling my eyes out right now this, he this starts whole crying he does he, oh. he tears up um he, he starts crying yeah man yeah. he starts crying and i was just like i was losing it dude mm. i was losing it and then and then the next bit which i know you're about to say but i'll just take it out of your mouth with and then it's this it's a three-part scene and then creed uh adonis is with his uh with his daughter visiting the tombstone mm. um of apollo and they're having a moment as well and so you got all this stuff happening, but Rocky's performance in that scene where he's reunited with his son, because throughout the movie, um, there's a little subplot, and they don't overplay this subplot, mm, which was no. absolutely amazing. Whereas Rocky just says he visits Adrian in the grave graveyard and um, and goes in the cemetery, sorry, and says, uh, you know, I've been trying to call our son Bobby, Robert. And uh, and uh, you know I, I just ring up and I hang up, and, you know, like that type of thing. He says I mm. must have ring fifty times, and he can't he can't answer the phone for whatever reason. He doesn't even know why. And um, and then he there was a scene in the hospital where he goes to the, you know, because obviously Rocky doesn't carry a, a mobile phone mm. on him. You know, goes to the payphone or whatever and tries to dial. He has his, he pulls out his little uh, uh, notebook that has his number in there. You know, punches it in. But he can't make the call, and then at the end, like they don't, they don't, they don't overplay it. And then mm. at the end, all of a sudden, knocks on the door, and then the you know the familiar actor who played Robert in Part Six, you know, comes out, and you're just like, whoa, whoa, mm. whoa, and man, oh, dude, I was <laughs> reaching for those tissues. I'm, yeah, I'm tearing up thinking about it now. Only a heartless person wouldn't cry Fucking watching that. Epic. That was and epic. Just, and they just reuniting and hopefully i mean they kind of reunited in six um rocky six but obviously in between the times between that and creed they had a fallout but yeah the the fact that they're together again it gives me hope that we're going to see robert back in six in creed three sorry um but you're right it was just 
it's it's just the balancing of the battles, I guess, you fight in the ring and the ones you fight outside, and it's just about you know trying to you know make Man, it so, It was so good too because at the beginning, you know, like Creed mm. was saying, yeah, Creed was saying, Rocky, what about Rocky? You know, he's on his own because they're they're yeah. discussing where they want to move. You know, they don't want to be in Philly. You know, maybe, and he's only really staying in Philly for Rocky. Yeah, and, right. know, they want to start, they want to start their family and, and move elsewhere. And he's like, "What about Rocky?" And she's like, "Well, you know, Rocky's got a son." Um, and like, you know, then, but that isn't the focus. It's not like what's going to happen to Rocky. It's about Creed. So when this comes at you, mm. you haven't you haven't forgotten about it. That's in the back of your mind. But then this comes and it's just like this big. It's it's it's. I reckon there's going to be the final chapter on Rocky now. He's with. Mm. He's no longer alone. He's lost Polly. He's lost mm. Adrian. You know, he's lost. He's lost everyone in that Philadelphia Philadelphia circle. Now his son moved out. You know, between Rocky Six and Creed, mm. son moved out, but he hasn't moved on. No, you know what I mean. So he can't move on. But I think now he's moved on, and I think you know, I think Rocky's chapter is finished, and now it's going to be about Creed. But man, I was I was so happy. Like I, f- I know it's just a movie. I shouldn't get so emotional. <laughs> but when you've grown up with these movies, man, and you just like. It's become a big part of your life. You're just like, you know what? Good on you, Rocky. Good on you, Good on you Rocky. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. They, 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 these movies just have a habit of just fucking just, just. I don't know. Like, anyway, so the film ends. Apollo uh, Donis visits Apollo's grave. Um, and he makes a peace with his father, and and he basically says, you know, it is what it is. And carry on your legacy, but I'm going to try my best. And he introduces Bianca and his granddaughter, um, who has new hearing aids. So obviously they're they're trying to you know work through their stuff and keep going and keep fighting. And it just ends on a fucking beamer of a high note. I fucking love it. I love the journey I just went on. Um, everything's fucking outstanding. Um, the best. I'd have to best. say, like, you know, this is a film that it doesn't have to be seen on the big screen, and. The only reason why I would go watch the third one in the film in the in the movies is to make sure that it gets the box office to keep these things going. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's pretty much the only reason. I mean, I I love watching films at home, and you know, I've got a TV that's you know it, my setup's good enough to do it, so it's no problems. And I it's it this movie, yeah, it's no it's not really a spectacle movie. I mean, the CGI of the crowd again isn't great. Um, the first couple of rows looks good, but then beyond that, it's very clearly all green screen. Um, but you don't really watch it. You, those things you let slide, and you just fucking no, you just you just notice. it's fun. It was just a great fucking good good story, done in done in uh, 130 minutes. So you know it doesn't take forever, but it's beautiful, done, and it's fucking just ah, it's perfect. So good. Perfect. You know what? So good. For, for any Rocky fans out there like us, you know it gives you it gives you enough. Again, I'm doing this from my old bedroom in my house because my dog at home barks. So my childhood home, and I've got my uh, I've got my framed Rocky photo. It's got a picture of Sylvester Stallone as Rocky. It's got one of the original posters, and it's got Rocky Balboa in like some sort of uh, golden engraved writing. Someone gave it to me for one of my birthdays, and I'm looking at Sylvester Stallone looking at me right now from Rocky One, and I'm like, from 1975 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Well, at, well, 18 it was made, but 19, this guy, this character of Rocky has stayed relevant through how many, mm-hmm. like this is like, at, well, my dad, right, went to watch this movie uh, on a date 
right? Rocky one. Mm. Went to go watch this movie on a date, and he remembers being in the movies, being like, what the hell is wrong with everybody? They're standing up. They're cheering. They're going, mm. Rocky, Rocky. He's like, what the hell? Look, it's a movie. What do you mean? Like, you know, not, not understanding, like, the cultural impact. Then, in 1975, now in 2019, you got two chumps in their 30s <laughs> talking about this on a podcast where maybe three people are going to listen and they're going to tell all their friends and make everyone listen and yeah, watch exactly. all the Rocky movies. Damn it, watch these films. They're, they're outstanding. Um, all right, so couldn't couldn't speak highly enough of it, right? Um, has a few negative, not negative, but a few little things that draw back from. Um, but what's probably your favorite thing, favorite scene, favorite moment, favorite whatever um, out of Creed 2? Right, man, it's that, uh, it, honestly, it's that scene where he's at the hospital, the one that you brought up. Yeah. Um, when good scene, he, very good scene. Yeah, where he mentions, you know, she's not bothered about it. Like, why should you? You know, you know, you gotta. The the thing I like about these Rocky movies is there's always like a like a life story you can get out of it. Yeah, exactly. And and, and like that scene there. Um, but if you're gonna like um, look towards, you know, a bit of the, I guess the action side of things. Mm-hmm. I I did I did enjoy that first fight. Um, just because, man, I was in pain watching Michael B. Jordan's performance of the, like I've had my ribs um, not broken, but I've, I've had them pretty, you know, messed up mm-hmm. and the breathing side of things and the way he was, I was like, you know, I felt the pain that he was in and it's that, that performance that he gave of just like being messed up beyond, <laughs> you know, beyond yeah. recognition um, and potentially like what, it was so when Rocky was watching it, my favorite part of that bit was when Creed falls to the ground almost identically to the way his father died mm. on the ground, and Rocky doesn't wait for the doctors, whatever, doesn't wait for anything. He just turns the TV off, mm. Mm. you know, because he's afraid. And then he's he's like fighting with himself: Do I turn that TV back on? What do I do? Did I just watch? Adonis die mm. the same way that I watched Apollo die. Mm. Um, you know, that scene there is spot on. Spot on. What about you? <laughs> uh, my favorite part was the second fight when he gets knocked down the first time. Adonis gets knocked down. And then you hear the Rocky theme, mm. the, the bell and the horn. Dun. Dun, 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 dun. It's like yes, he's gonna come back. He's gonna come back and win. And it's just like he just gets fucking. He gets rattled, but he fucking dusts himself off. And goes nah, nah, cunt. This is my time, bitch. You're in the you're in the <laughs> ring with a fucking Creed, son. Dude, and he goes back at him with one hand because the other hand's holding the rib cage. But he goes yeah. back at him with one hand, and he's still he's still messing him up. Oh, it's, like it's amazing. It's the best gold. shit ever. And that's what I'm talking about, man. Like the fucking the the just the fucking general sort of motivational um, vo- positive vibes you get from this film is unparalleled. It's like the best thing I've seen in ever. And look, I don't understand how people can watch uh, like a CGI film like um, Black Panther or um, whatever one of these Marvel films, right? Um, you know, fucking Aquaman or whatever, 
and get that ramped up as you do by seeing just two di- two dudes in a ring fight, but not only fight, but then they also have to fight outside the ring with their personal shit about, you know, his kid's death and can't hear and Rocky's got an estranged son who he loves and he wants to reconnect with, but he doesn't know how to and he doesn't have the tools to do it and the courage to do it. Like, these are fucking real-life issues and it's just like, fuck, how can you not get jacked over that like it doesn't make any sense but how can you get sorry how can you get jacked over cgi fake fights when like you got this in front of you we got removed like creed 2 on your fucking plate you know what i mean i know exactly don't worry i know exactly what you mean sam i know exactly what you mean listen listen these movies are not designed for you to go watch a kick-ass boxing match they are don't get me wrong they are they are the they're dramas and they're designed to get people like me or whatever that whinge about their day-to-day lives saying, oh, everything's so hard, blah, 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 and tell you, listen up, princess, mm. all right? Get your shit together and move the fuck on, right? And dominate. And that's what these movies are. like. And that they give you – it's actually what I love about this film that you don't get from some of these CGI fests is that there's something in them called a story and they actually tell a damn story instead of just giving you a fucking extravaganza they this actually has a beginning a middle an end and a plot and the plot develops characters develops emotions so you actually feel these emotions so you get passionate about it and then you talk about it on a podcast that five people are going to listen to and tell their friends (laughs) <laughs> exactly <laughs> exactly um but at the same time it's like it's just if you're gonna watch a movie and you got the choice between creed 2 and, and fucking <sighs> iron man fucking 50 you know like fuck i suppose it's horses for courses you're into what you're into i guess i don't know i don't want to sound preachy or whatever but to me this resonates and I like I like this sort of stuff more, and I miss this stuff more because we don't get we don't even get any of these types of action sort of dramedy comedy bit of lightheartedness bit of you know motivation you don't get these films you don't get these films very often like you don't and look at it, look at like um, Lethal Weapon right so mm. that there has a crap load of drama and and back then it was like a full on action movie and it is a full-on action movie there's some really over-the-top action but you still have the drama of crazy rigs you know straight and straight uh Murtaugh and you know just all the crazy that comes with both those guys together uh like now you just get the action you, you don't get you don't get you don't get the story you don't get the story sam you need the damn story Give yeah. me a reason yeah. to care yeah. about these characters. Give me a reason to care about Spider-Man turning into dust. I couldn't give a shit. Good. Stay dead. But give me a reason to care. That's what Creed does, and mm. that's what movies like Creed does, and that's what we need more of, movies that make you invested. <sighs> Fuck it. What's your, uh, what's your favorite? <laughs> Rattle off your favorite Rocky films. You don't have to list them all, but maybe just some of your favorites. Ooh, mate, you know what? And I actually include these, like in the scheme of all of them, the Rocky films, yeah. films the whole thing. No, 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 I'll, I'll list them for you right now. Ooh, I'll list them for you right now. GC, GC, GC. Right now, right now, yep. right now. Yep. Right yep. now. Right yep. now. Yep. Okay, Rocky, all right? Rocky. Rocky will always be the favorite. Um, can't You can't have these movies without Rocky. 
Rocky needs to be there. Okay. Um, Creed two now takes second place. All right. Ooh. Whoa. Yeah. Far yeah. out. Far out. Sprout. Jeez. But Louise. Now, now, a little bit, a little bit of um, just, just, just letting everyone know that the rest, this list, okay, besides Rocky and Creed two, the rest of this list, while they're going to be in some sort of order, like I love all of these movies, even Rocky five. So just, no, just keep that like in mind. No, 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 no. I like Rocky Five, Sam, and we can talk about that later. All right, we can talk about that off the air because I'll street fight you like Tommy Gunn and Rocky. All right, <laughs> so you got Rocky Creed Two, okay? Then you got Rocky Two, mm-hmm. and then I've got Creed. All right. Now I used to be, you would remember, I used to be like, I hate Balboa. I, I don't want to watch Rocky Balboa, and mm-hmm. mainly, honestly, it was because I thought it was done. Right? You had the brain damage, everything like that. But I've recently grown to like Rocky Balboa and let's face it it's the most quotable Rocky movie ever and that quote you know no one hits as hard as life has been used over and over again in fact I've quoted it at work to an employee the other day so um, you know so then you got Rocky Balboa alright then after Balboa in this order 3, 4, 5 and that's my that's my list so it goes 2 is right after Creed 2 so oh, I go okay, Rocky, yeah. Creed 2, 2, Creed, Balboa, 3, 4, 5. Hmm. Not a bad list. Not a bad list. Um, I would have to agree with you. Rocky is the best one. It's, and it's just, it's a very inspirational story. Adrian! A guy who is just gets no respect. He has well intent, uh, well, you know, good intentions, but he's from nothing. And he just gets that one in a shot, one in a million chance to prove his worth something. And he takes it. So, life's all about chances, and he fucking doesn't fuck it up. So, well done. Rocky, that's my favorite. Probably like Rocky Balboa as number two. Mm-hmm. Um, and now, you're like, oh, fucking, but he's old and shit. Yeah, he is old, right? He's fucking old. But they address it so well. They're saying this is, he, he never, he's never going to win, and that's not the point of um, the movie. The point of the movie is... Sometimes if you got things you got to get out and you got to do, you just got to do them. You know what I mean? And yeah, you're right. You know that's how winning's done by getting, not how many times you win, but how many times you get knocked down and you can keep getting back up. That's how winning's done. Keep right? moving forward and keep moving forward. And if you paid what if you if you've done what they asked you to and you and you've you know and you've paid the fare, who's got a right to tell you? You know, is to stop you from doing what you got to do. Nobody. You know what I mean? If you paid the freight. If you paid the freight. So that's what I love. I love that. I love that. The spirit of it. It's, it's rocking in a nutshell. You get Polly, he got everything going, and everything's just about. He's got something. He's just got something left in him where he just. He didn't end his career on a positive note. He had, he had a fucked up brain. Um, they even dressed this in Creed 2 that, like, he was lucky to get out of there alive because he got mm. fucked up in that fight. And it pretty much ended his career that fight. Um, but fuck, it's just mm, good messages. So the third, probably my third favorite is Creed Two, uh, for all the reasons discussed in this episode. Yeah, we Rocky Four after that because I think that is the that isn't a particularly good film um, in terms of uh, character. It's very cheesy, very um, half of it's a music video. Yeah. So, but I do like. 
I like the revenge aspect of it. I like it's like, look, I I know I've got a family, and but I shouldn't have let Apollo get into that ring. He got into that ring, and it was my mistake, and I got to do something about it. I was, otherwise, I would live with this for the rest of my life. So I love that sort of. The second half of that film was really good. So yeah, yeah, Rocky Four. Um, then we have got the Creed, first Creed, and I love the I love the fact in the first Creed, um, Rocky's like, "Who the fuck are you?" <laughs> and and he doesn't like he has the whole cancer thing, and he gets you know helped. And he has that relationship that he has. You know, he develops that bond with his um, Apollo son, and they you know they go they love each other. They have that father son bond. You know, he's obviously looking for a father figure. He trains him. Um, he, you know, he lets him about, gives him, you know, real life lessons on Apollo and the type of fighter Apollo was. And he goes, oh, well, he won that third fight between you, that secret fight between you and Apollo. And Rocky goes, Apollo did. <laughs> like, he knows Apollo was the better fighter. He was more proficient, more tech, like technically proficient, more balanced, probably, uh, you know, um, uh, what you call it, stronger, but he was, you know, he timed out, man, like everybody. He had, his prime had gone, and he just, you know, he, it was Rocky's time to take the mantle, and he took it. So, um, love that in Creed One. Rocky had that other tiger, baby. He had that yeah, other tiger. That's it, man. Um, then I'd have to say probably Rocky Two, uh, Rocky Three. After that, mm. um, I Rocky Three is a particularly bad film because it's very formulaic. It's there has one good aspect of it is that when he goes to California to train with Apollo, and Apollo's like, "What are you scared of, man?" And it, and he's like, he's just conquering that. He's got stuff to lose now. He doesn't know if he wants this anymore. What's the matter with you? There What's is the no tomorrow. tomorrow. There, there is, is no tomorrow. tomorrow. <laughs> and I love that. I love that message again. This is positive affirmation. You, you know what I love the most about yeah. that film, and this could sound really bad. I love Polly's racism. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I don't like these people, and, the, and Rocky's like, "Oh, maybe they don't like you, Polly." He's like, yeah, what, exactly. did I, "What did I do to them?" <laughs> yeah, exactly. So um, it's not a good film. Uh, the Rocky Film Three is not good, and probably my least favorite would have to be Rocky Five. Rocky Five is the most bummer of all bummer films. That fucking it's shot like a fucking B grade movie. It looks whoever was the director of photography did a fucking shit job. It looks like it was filmed all in the soundstage. That street fight was horrifically choreographed. Um, Tommy Gunn is a fucking fess and can't act. Uh, the whole the whole thing, that gross. Um, it's the one blimp on a pretty great franchise, to be honest, which isn't a bad, you know, it's not a bad rate of return. If you can nail fucking seven of eight films and have a very mediocre, eight, one film that's really mediocre, you're doing all right. You're doing pretty good, actually. So, yeah, that's about it, man. Hey, I didn't hear no bell. I, hey, I don't hear no bell. All right, listeners, uh, we'll be gone for about 50 minutes. Um... So, as always, it's time to wrap it up. You can find us at Twitter on... No, you can find us on Twitter at FMMRPod on SoundCloud, on iTunes. I've been thinking about getting a website and I've been thinking about maybe putting up some blogs or, you know, doing a bit more with this, trying to get a bit more more than 10 listeners, maybe like maybe try and go for 20. But, you know, also, you know, we'll just see what's in the pipeline, guys, and we'll just see, you know, what happens in the future. Um, I'm going to I'm gonna talk to you off there, Sam, because I've actually been uh, 
I've been toying with a couple of things at home for a potential YouTube thing, but I'll, I'll talk to you off air, man. Oh. We could oh. we could go we could go big with this, mate. We could we could get eleven eleven listeners. We were some big swinging dicks in the movie review game. All right, <laughs> and thanks for joining me. Uh, thank you. And as always, until next time.